what uh, what episode is this? This is episode forty. Oh, and we're back. Are we live? Yeah. Perfect. Dove in. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, sorry for the de- delay. Um, good news. We got a new toy. Dude. How do I sound to you now? Right? <laughs> now, now that the fucking veil is lifted and you can actually hear our voices. Uh, That's right. This is us. Mike G here. DLR. Hello, everyone. I'm happy L- to L- finally be back. Right? Both of us a little little nasally tonight. Uh, a little bit. A little, if you can't tell, with this crisp, clear sound. That's right. Uh, yeah, both both of us a little, little nasally. I, mm-hmm. I also uh, just coming off of a, I just lost my voice recently. Yeah, that's uh, true. A few days ago, so uh, I'm about eighty two percent on the old vocals. It's but, true. Uh, you know, with the, with the new microphone, you kind of you know got <laughs> to strap it on. Yeah, right. I mean? Lace those bootstraps up, Michael. You'll be fine. Um, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to enjoy a piece of chocolate, not for my own personal benefit or mouth pleasure. But so you can hear how clear this damn microphone is. Can you hear me chew? It's fantastic. I too am going to indulge. <laughs> there you go. So ladies and gentlemen, while Michael and I are enjoying these delicious chocolate coins. Sounds <laughs> um, <laughs> well, good to us. Damn right. Um, we are going to cover UFC 219. 219, yeah. That's right. Come right around the corner Saturday, right? It's going to be fun. We're going to chit-chat a little bit about um, fantasy football, because that just ended, right? I did. I did. Week uh, week 16 in the books. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people's uh, championships ended mm-hmm. uh, um, or completed. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm really happy that two people that were in the finals were fucking good friends of mine. So Absolutely. But we'll get there. Um, what else are we covering? Um, no. Christmas. Uh, Christmas, probably, you know, holidays, you? family. It's true. How did I get by me? Uh, I'm still riding that Christmas high. It was so much fun. I'm I'm definitely riding a high of sorts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, let's just let's go with the start with two nineteen. See what happens. You know. Yeah. All right. Two nineteen. So it's a uh, Holly Home versus uh like Christine Cyborg. Cyborg. We've in, talked about her before. Yeah, we always wanted to see Cyborg versus Rousey, which mm-hmm. was, that was like... You know, looking back on that, that would have been a really bad matchup for probably Rousey. Probably a really bad matchup. And I, I kind of had a feeling, but you know, I also bought in on the... Ronda yeah, Rousey I mean, how could, how could we not at the time? It was like, it was fucking Ronda yeah. Rousey, it was an unstoppable force at yeah. that point. It was, it was two unstoppable forces. It's true. Now, looking back on that, Cyborg would have made it look really easy. Probably, mm-hmm. probably. I think so. Probably. I mean, because now, I mean, all we have left to remember is these two Ronda Rousey fights that have just kind of left her in the dust. Yeah. And I, I think that second fight, she was a little psychologically already beaten, or hadn't hadn't quite gotten off the mat yet. I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Fuck if I know. I'm fucking. I'm running that high. Uh, but in, in this fight, it's, it's Holly Holmes who's like, yeah, she's you know coming off an impressive uh, question mark knockout kick, um, which was awesome. Um, I forget who she did that to, but it was it was a it was a contender, a top top five or top six woman. Uh, and 
but it's just kind of like th- this is pretty much the best fight for Cyborg, but it's like I don't know. It, it kind of lost the steam that it had before when it was like Rousey being this unstoppable force meeting mm-hmm. her, and if say say Cyborg would have came into the UFC and already like had built up her reputation and people knew who she was. Uh, if she would have fought Holly Holmes like directly after uh, she knocked out uh, Rousey, then this fight I think would just be a little bit more special, just a hair. Okay, because it's her comeback fight. Because <clears throat> right now I feel like it's a well, not uh, I feel like it would be oh the person who just knocked out Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. now she needs to fight uh, you mm-hmm. know Cyborg. Yeah, if it was immediate, but now mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Holly. Oh, sorry, excuse me, listeners. This chocolate's not even doing well with the... the you should drink <laughs> your OJ, buddy. <laughs> the OJ should abide. Yeah, dude. Cut that uh, cut, chocolate. Cut the, cut the chocolate, right? Uh, that's from a previous... Oh, man. Sorry, but... Uh, but yeah, I just I just kind of feel like the, the fight has somewhat lost its steam in, in what it could have been. Like, I, I just think of what, mm-hmm. what some of these potential matchups for Cyborg could have been, and to... Kind of have this be like, the, the, I don't know. It's 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 there for me. I'm excited for it, is what I'm saying. But it's yeah. like, I'm like a minus excited for it. I got you. I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked for this fight. Uh, I I know what you mean. <coughs> as He's, far as um, the the whole steam behind the uh, the Holly Home train kind of like diminished a little bit, especially after the Saint Germain to me or whatever the fuck and um, Valentina. The bullet, yep. Shlavenko, whatever and, the fuck. Right? And Misha Tate. And Misha Tate choked her out. Yeah. It's a lot of um, unfortunate so, I mean, losses. She came back with Besh Kohea though. Got it with that question mark kick. That's the one. That's Fucking ricocheted right off the side of her head, and Besh Kohea like fell on her on her ass and was still kind of upright. And you can tell in her mind she wanted no more. Yeah, she was done. She like, put her hand out as if that was good. <laughs> Like that was gonna stop. Oh man! And then Holly Holm just came up with a fucking gangster ass. What was it? Like, left hook? Or I don't like know. A, but her upper cut. It thing? was impressive on how she punched her as she was walking towards her. Like you can tell she is very aware with, with the mechanics behind a proper punch. Like she threw a left-handed bowling ball yeah. at her fucking head. Put basically head asleep. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it was kind of funny. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, but. Nature of the sport, man. Exactly. Like they, they know what they're getting themselves into. I'm all kind of fucked up with this huge grin on my face. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's funny. It's fucking funny. It being funny outweighs the fucked up part about it. Especially because, again, you know the risk going in. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're probably going to be a highlight reel that people are going to make yeah. memes, and especially in today's sport, it's like, fuck. Very true. You it's know. equivalent to watching the skateboarder. Eat shit in a funny way, but you know it kind of hurt himself. Oh, absolutely! Like you, you laugh, but you're like, back uh, in your mind, you're like, that yeah, fucking sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it's kind of like it the special hair thing. Yeah, like, it was funny the way the way it happened. What does it say about us as humans? I'm way stoned now, but no, we're barbaric, man. Like we're we're animals at the end of the day. You know, we it's, see somebody. We're just like monkeys in the trees, looking at other monkeys, just like throwing shit and yeah. fucking. Except, you know, instead of throwing shit, we're throwing memes and text messages and emails and fucking yeah, likes. <laughs> yeah. Instagram. That's, that's what we're throwing right now. 
We're not throwing metaphorical fuck. Like, it's all metaphor, but, like, we're not throwing rocks for shit. It's a different form of throwing, I guess. Yeah. Most of it's hateful shit. A lot of it's, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Pretty much most of the things that I see that are posted is, like, something negative. Yeah. A lot. Not, not actually, not, that's I mean, that's it's not true. 50-50. Yeah. But I guess it comes down to do we remember... The ones that are negative that, over the ones that we like, oh, that was really sweet of that person to say to that random other person. Right. Or is it that much? I mean, I, I in my personal opinion on it is I think, I think, okay, as um, somebody outside looking in, I'm not a professional athlete or anything like that, but I've heard a lot of professional athletes mention how much um, social media will like say a bunch of mean shit online you know like multiple professional fighters have said that I'm sure professional NFL players as well not to dive too far deep into it but um, so yeah I I think there is a lot more um, hurtful messages going around as far as metaphorically someone throwing a rock or like we're a bunch of apes you know especially in regards to like athletes like you you said yeah like people how about this? When somebody gets knocked yeah. out like a Ronda Rousey and yeah. everybody just tears yeah. her to shreds. Yeah, for sure. Like, we all love seeing a crashing train. Like, we all we all love to see that, you know? Like, that's like a... I don't know. It's Do you think it's because, like, an envious side where, where we are almost envious of this person? And then to see them fall, it gives us a sense of joy knowing that... I don't know. You know. You see what uh, yeah. I'm saying? I mean, it's a, that's a that's kind of why I'm like, why? No, man. Why do we go to NASCAR? Is it to see them really go fast, or is it to see the accidents, or to see the, the crashes? Some people know? might really appreciate the mechanics behind driving a vehicle at 200 miles an hour and turning and shit, like, and not crashing. Like, I can see how some people would appreciate that, but I think it's a very I mean, I few. Think, I mean, I, I think I, it's a smaller group. As opposed to the other ones that are probably there to get drunk and my my thing of it is my thing of it is here. <laughs> I reckon I like fast cars. I get it. <laughs> now I get it. Now why do you need five hundred laps to figure out that you can turn left? That's true. At least they're really good at turning left. I mean, I, I I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just messing around, man. Yeah, no, I'm I got just you. Saying. No, I just playing <laughs> back playing with again, just uh, ripped out of my gourd, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I figure there's there's a few there's a couple reasons why people would go, and some people would yeah appreciate the fact that they they can you know they can go really fast and make the turns and everything. And uh, yeah, I, I just think that people go there to see the accidents. Probably no, that's that I was trying to I was actually agreeing with you 100. percent Oh okay, 100 uh, percent I was. I my my thing was like I think that those people that go there for that. The actual thrill of the sport, like watching it live, I think that's a smaller group. If not, it's the same amount. Like it's a 50-50 split of people that are there just to like, wow, that, you know, to, to drink, to party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like obviously the excitement of the cars is pretty cool, I'm sure. I remember going as a, as a kid, my mom... But crashing uh, is definitely something that I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I just... They're never... What, what do you see on ESPN Sports Center when you fucking... I, yeah, that's actually a good point. You see them crashing, you know? You yeah, see, you see the accidents. Like, or at best, you know, you'll see them cross the finish line. Like, you'll, you'll see him pass them at some point 
on laps <laughs> 82. <laughs> you see fucking so and so number four pass the lane and get ahead. And the next thing you know, and here's where the yellow flag came out. Right. And, uh, there's no advancing. <laughs> and lap 312, Probably his glitching. tire blows out. It was like the most exciting shit. Uh, that it's it's funny. It's like uh, the most exciting thing you show is the the when you get off the track yeah. and you're like showing the pit crew actually like do work to the car and yeah. you're like holy shit I've never thought I'd be so excited to see mechanics like do stuff yeah because I'm just so tired of just seeing these wheels go on this track just like and that's it they move so fast too they're going really fast but they it's go like, to that pit stop man and those motherfuckers oh, okay. <laughs> fill your tank <laughs> I was like, I thought you were defending the tires no. really fast. I was like, no, man. Yeah, yeah, they do. No, I'm, talking, I'm defending the, the pit crew, the guys, the mechanics. Oh, fuck yeah, that's exciting. Dude, that's, Dude. They, they move so fast. I mean, what what is it? They, they pull up, they change the tires, they fill the fucking tank. They, they, uh, yeah. They probably, like, you know, wipe the dude's probably... face mask because he's got all the muck. I, I see them doing that, like, like cleaning yeah, they, his mask. They jack, they jack the car. Uh, they do all four tires, uh, gas. I'm saying this like I've got a checklist in my head, but that mm-hmm. was actually all I got. I think I just repeated what you said. <laughs> <laughs> they change the steering wheel. They fucking check the brake fluid. They do change the steering wheel, huh? Do they? I don't know. No, I, I, I just, just I pulled you. that. I just pulled that one out of my ass. God, we got a fact check. I was bro, the, I mean, you want it? You want it? I got my. No, 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 no. I'm just. Saying. I saw you reaching for it. That's all. I was like, oh, okay. No. I thought you were reaching for your phone. No. Um, no. So, That's my wallet. ladies and gentlemen, for those of you out there that are listening that know the answer to, to this, you're probably screaming it or at least saying it out loud There's right probably now. Something. Yeah, we're missing at least two things. Just I'm know that I appreciate you, but I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know the answer to this, so give me a moment. Uh, so what should I ask? What somebody, how fast? What does a pits crew do? What's... I don't know. I'm guess what what we have four things: jack the car, four so, tires. So uh, during the race for refilling, new uh-huh. tires, repairs, mechanical adjustments, a driver change. Okay, a driver change that as a like penalty cheating. or any um, combination of the above. I didn't know they had a driver change. What a pussy! Is that allowed? He's, he comes out. He's all fatigued. He's like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I. I'm hungover. Could somebody drive for me today? Mm-hmm. No silliness. But no. Uh, just going back to what you're saying, man. Um, I got some changes. Yeah, we did. Uh, Besh Kohea getting knocked out by Holly Holm. It would wow. be a. <laughs> I know it was the the knockout itself. In my opinion, was kind of funny just the way it happened. But I do feel for Besh Kohea because that does suck to get knocked out like that. And in Brazil, I'm pretty sure it was in Brazil. Yeah, I think it was in Brazil. No. Um, I kind of feel bad for her, but she's also kind of like a, a. I mean, she's a bully. She's kind of like a shit talker. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't feel that bad. Like I do. I always feel bad when the bullies get knocked out or beat up or whatever. But I don't know. Like I, I feel bad when anybody gets beat up, but like. Uh, it's always weird when you see somebody, something strong or whatever, like lose that, lose that strength. I always thought yeah. that was like a. A weird thing. Uh, I don't know. Again, really just out there today, but um, I got you. Yeah. So Beth, Beth, I didn't. 
don't know. And again, you sign Dude, up, you're I, fighting. I didn't, I didn't really care about her when she fought Holly, uh, Holly Holm. <laughs> she fought Ronda Rousey. I'm surprised she even made it up to the title shot. I mean, she was, I don't know. She just. I feel like she just kind of came out of nowhere. She was. I feel like she was something off in her. No, I mean, not to no offense to her or anything. I mean, I feel like she was kind of like playing this character at times. Like, yeah, I don't know that whole like in your face and like wide eyed and like trying to seem like crazy or whatever. I don't know. She she yeah. was just like, I don't know. I didn't. I just never really believed it. I could definitely see that. Hey, I don't know, man. She um. For me, it's just like the people that she fought to get to the position to fight for a world championship title. Just I don't. It just didn't seem. It just seemed almost planned. I don't know if the UFC wanted to make a rivalry like uh, oh bad girl versus bad girl like that because you know Ronda Rousey was known for being a little bit of a bad girl. Yeah, like attitude wise, you know. Absolutely. Beshkohea just a, like you're saying. Wide-eyed, in-your-face, super aggressive. Yeah, like trying to punk. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, the, the competition just kind of threw me off a little bit. But, hey, she fucking got a title shot. She did not win, but nope. she got a title shot. And then she got fucking question mark kicked by Holly Holmes and is now going to be a highlight reel knockout yeah. for years to come. Very true. Very true. But again, like you said, that's, the, uh, that's what you sign up for. So. Very true. But, uh, yeah, who, who you got in the fight? Who you got, uh, Holly Holmes and uh, Cyborg? I have... Shit, dude. Um, I have Cyborg. I, I think she's going to f- submit Holly in the later rounds. Submit? I think she's going to submit her. I think there will be a several, se- several um, competitive uh, rounds between them. I even see Holmes winning the first round. I just think she's too tactical. She'll be like at her best in that first round. Mm-hmm. And that's when Cyborg is the most aggressive. So I just think Holly's going to work a lot to get away from Cyborg. But I think in the later rounds, once Cy- moving forward, I feel like moving forward, you can move quicker than moving backwards. So I think Cyborg is going to be able to maintain that moving forward pressure for longer than uh, Holly, as far as going 100% at it, then Holly Holmes is going to be able to move backwards and still keep that distance away. I think eventually Cyborg will close that gap. Touch her up a little bit. I'm not saying she's going to knock her out, but I think she'll touch her up. It'll end up on the ground. I think that's where she's really going to get dominated. I think I think Cyborg's going to dominate her pretty easily or on the ground. And I see a submission. I just, I just think Holmes is athletic enough to scramble, so you'll see her like get her back or some shit. That's my call. I don't know. What do you think? Man, I... I Fucking lay it on me, bro. No, nah, dude, I, I think you're pretty pretty spot on, man. Uh, especially the the early part of the... I, I see it really going in the early part uh, that same way. I, <laughs> Pick that up for sure. Definitely. I might, I might flicking it up high enough. Yeah, you got to give yourself a, a, yeah. a chance to get under it. You're saying that? I'm I plan on making it the first time, which I, why I didn't... I think we need to add the pressure of announcing that we're, we're flicking a chocolate coin as high as we can now into... Hey, yo! Pressure's on! Uh, nailed it. Yeah, so we, we're flicking coins in. Uh, and these things are bigger than fucking quarters. These are fucking, like, half dollars. Easily. Half dollar chocolate coins. Anyways, 
Uh, we're, eating, we're eating bitcoins, bro. Bro, dude, these things are expensive. <laughs> um, I see Holly Holmes being the more technical striker in this scenario. I mean, uh, that that's sort of like uh, Eddie Alvarez, kind of like brawling style that that Cyborg has. Uh, I think we'll give her, we'll give Cyborg an issue in terms of like closing the gap against a longer, you know. Somebody that can use their legs effectively, that has the power to keep her at at, at, at range for a, you know, mm-hmm. at least for the first couple rounds early. Yeah, and then uh, absolutely, uh, it's, it's supposed to be a whisper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, I guarantee the microphone picked it up, bro. So. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then I then I I'm not really sure where the later rounds are gonna go. So at that point, I'm kind of like taking your word for the uh, the submission. But I could very easily also see this thing uh, going another Holly Holmes like you know shocker. I mean, stylistically, I, I do feel like Holly Holmes is a is a great matchup uh, for Cyborg in terms of like for like it's a good match for Holly Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is going to be a, one of the first times that Cyborg's faced somebody that has the striking ability that Holly Holmes does have. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, <coughs> In similar senses that this will be like a new test for somebody that has never lost. Uh, kind of similar to like the, the Rose, uh, Juliana, Jojankic, um scenario or a fight. Uh, I could see it being similar to where it's like, oh, well, you never face somebody with this kind of striking ability. And then, you know, she prevails for that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying... I'm not calling it, but uh, yeah, my uh, that's kind of like my I'm I'm going underdog on this one. Holly cool, Holmes. nice dude. I fucking dig it. I like the Rose Namajunas drop. Like that was such a out of the blue fight like, as far as the outcome. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think everybody was picking um, Joanna Champ to win that fight. Everybody was. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to tackle this beast. Joanna Junjacek. Did I get it? I think it's better than what I did. <laughs> I always get that name wrong. Dude, it's a tough one. Uh, also, Rose Naman Nunez. You got that. There you did go. I? Mm-hmm. That I was, sounds right. I was making it up as I went after halfway. <laughs> after Nam. Uh, but yeah, oh, that's mean, good though. I mean, the underdog. I mean, fuck, dude. This. I, I easily, I can easily see how Holly Holm possesses the tools to win because she. Legitimately has that those tools. Like she could easily go out there, out kickbox cyborg, mm-hmm. stick and move, stick and move. You know, it goes to the ground or gets to a clinch. She's athletic enough and a big girl to fucking move away. Ronda Rousey couldn't get her down. She got a hold of her a couple times. Granted, Holly or Ronda Rousey isn't the same wrestler, in my opinion, that cyborg is as far as being able to make those takedowns up. I think strength-wise, too. I just mm-hmm. think Cyborg is just strong. Like, she's, like, the incredible She-Hulk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just... I mean, we, we met her in Vegas, and it was like, God damn. She's stacked, dude. Yeah. Like... Yeah, she can usually... She was bigger than me, I think. Like, she big, yeah. She was big. Yeah. She was She was walking around, like, 185, 190. Like. And not fat. Not just, just like, fucking... Thick, yeah, strong girl. Like, bully. Like linebacker, mm-hmm. like, thick neck too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thick neck. Thick neck. 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just... She gets that clinch. She's taking Holly down. She's grown. Yeah, she gets the whole It's the question of can Holly get back up? Man. You think so? I think I think Holly Holmes knows, is a smart person. And uh, I think she knows that she, you know, she studied film. She knows she's just going to come forward and be aggressive and, and do all that stuff. So, I mean, I think she knows what she has to do. She's going to have to, you know, use her angles, use her footwork and mm-hmm. stick and move. And uh, hope to catch her slipping on one of those times when she's coming in. You know, because I, I, the one thing that I, I do know is that Holly Holmes' uh, striking is enough that she will land. Like, and she does have power. So mm-hmm. the chin of Cyborg, which I feel like is pretty tested. Uh, I mean, she's she's been in war. She's just, she's not afraid to fucking exchange at any time. Like, she's mm-hmm. just... Uh, Mainly, I think the girl she's facing doesn't have as any power, but uh, like I can't think of the most powerful person that she's fought in terms of like knockout power. So, I mean, this I think will be another test in that sense, like the most technical striker and the person with the most power mm-hmm. that she's ever fought. So, uh, we'll see how those two things play out, but uh, I feel good about those two attributes. I gotcha. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. I'm still good. I still got Cyborg. They both can knock each other out. Absolutely right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Holly Holm, she... What I like about Holly is definitely her, her footwork. The way she's able to mix up her punches and kicks. Her kicks can definitely knock out Cyborg. I don't know if her punches can. So I think in that sense, the boxing aspect is going to be a little bit in favor for um, Cyborg. I think she's going to be able to get on the inside... And we fight close range. Don't really got to worry about kicks anymore, you know. But well, she does come forward a lot. She, she does. She always comes forward. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, how do you see the fight going down? Like to a T? Like uh, Holly by TKO? You said I, I'll go uh, TKO in the third. Mm. Holly home. Head kick punch. Head, I thought head kick set up by punches. Like I think the punches are the, are <coughs> set up to the head kick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Is Cyborg going out on her back or on her stomach? Back. Just straight back. Yeah. No, she's going on her going out on her ass. Followed like, up by hands, some punches. Like, hands, yeah, hands on the ass, and then the opportunity, and then that kind of like back go ahead, and then followed up by punches. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a, it's ass funny. Dude, I'll laugh my uh, ass off. I will say, as a side note, if Holly Holm wins. She's going down as one of the greatest female fighters to ever do it. That's crazy, man, because... I know, her losses? The losses. Think about it, she's knocked out two juggernauts. She's not, I know, she's... She not, she, I don't know if she'll go down as like one of the greatest ever, but she'll go down as a juggernaut slayer. Mm-hmm. Like, or the, the mountain mover. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, pick, mm-hmm. your, pick your poison. But, uh, yeah, she'll be the giant killer, for sure. One of, one of those things. It's uh, it's crazy the accomplishments. No, there, there won't be anybody that would have like two better like accomplishments in terms of like two singular fights. That would be more impre- like more feathers, like two nicer feathers in the cap than those two mm-hmm. fights or wins. I mean, maybe maybe Max Holloway's two wins over Jose Aldo. Be the closest second. I don't know. I can't. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. 
Damn, that's a, that's a good one. I don't know. Think what's the what's I mean that's a I think a great question of like put put a if you were to just show an alien species uh two well no that's that's a horrible question because there's no context. Forget this question, Audrey. Forget that <laughs> last part. Got it. All right. Starting over. Mm-hmm. If you were to say, like, all right, the two, two exam or uh, just the two most impressive wins in a fighter's resume, uh, or most influential or biggest wins or whatever it is, uh, that makes them the most impressive, or makes them impressive. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really wording this right, but uh, I think you get what I'm trying to just say. Just based off of that, two fights, um, I guess it would be maybe. Uh, oh shit, like dude! Two title wins or something like mm-hmm. that, or two title wins, or just two um, historic fights where they weren't like really the greatest, as far as like you, you, like almost comparison right. to Holly Holm, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, well, how, I guess this is like what could beat if let's put it this way: if Holly Holmes beats um, Cyborg mm-hmm. and knocks her out, yeah, starches her. Uh, she's one of the greatest, and she and exactly. And, but would well, there be any? Would there be any two wins that'd be more impressive than those two wins? On her, from her resume or anyone else? Or anybody else's resume that could top that? Shit, dude. I mean, that's a good question. I would say equivalent to, but not the same. Chris Weidman beating Anderson Silva twice. I could see that. That's really the only thing. I mean, who else? You know. I mean, because the first time was Anderson Silva playing. The first playing. one was like just fucking craziness. Mm-hmm. And the second one, his leg broke. What the fuck? Right. Granted, Whiteman was winning the first round. And that was like the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the ending of the GOAT. The GOAT broke its leg and fell all the oh. way down the mountain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That hurts to laugh. Kind of fucked up. (coughs) I was fucked up. That was just out of comedic purposes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry, Anderson. Yeah, I mean no ill will towards Anderson Silva. He's one of my favorite fighters. Oh man, I just saw a funny opportunity and I took it. Yeah, I mean, I think as a. A nominee, I think maybe Connor's uh, Aldo and uh, Alvarez. Oh, two championship fights. Two championship t- uh, so fights. So dominant. So yeah, so dominant, and in the you know right, kind of like the culmination of his of who he was for the UFC, which then led him to you know that was like the the launching point of him fighting Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's got to be a nominee. Um, but because it was a shorter, you know, the older mm-hmm. one was just, you know, it was like a fucking seconds. a bottle rocket going off. What's more impressive now, Holloway's two wins over Jose Aldo, or the one Conor McGregor knockout? Uh, I mean, I think as a as a fight fan, I think the two. Um, the two fights of, of uh, Holloway is the more impressive. Because uh, it was like a fight, like a battle. And he... Exactly. He got a, Aldo, Aldo had many opportunities. He got two cracks at him, uh, you know, f- four plus rounds, at least four, 
but it was like you know five like if, if you put the two fights together something like that and some change but um had many opportunities to you know throw his combinations to implement a game plan to mm-hmm. you know even go back to the drawing board and correct the first game plan and come back and get a, a second shot at it and if you know you're the greatest and everything of that division and it's still your your division and your time then if you're all doing that second fight you win that fight but he didn't uh holloway just main you know maintain dominance and fucking it was a passing that was a true passing of the torch as opposed to like that 13 second starching of mm-hmm. of a guy who i mean i mean credit to mcgregor's fucking power i mean it makes that that left hand fucking validates it it really validates it i mean because i mean holloway put him away both times both times. Both times, absolutely. Third round. It was almost identical how the fight panned out. Yeah, but never never starched him. No. Never like made him made him go to uh, that. Starched him in the last round. <laughs> Rounds three of both fights. He ended the fight. Mm-hmm. They were they were TKOs and everything. The fight stopped, but there was Oh, I see what you're there saying. There was never yeah. a time that Aldo yeah. went into the upside down. You know, was it upside down world? Yeah. With, with eleven? With eleven, and he was like he needed help. Getting chased by the Demi Gorgon. That Demi Gorgon's Conor McGregor. If there was no referee in that fight, Conor, dude, Conor, was, the fighters. Conor would have, yeah, he would have been gone. Mm-hmm. He, they, all day would be no more. Uh, which, I mean, Holloway was putting it on him and maybe, you know, a few more minutes of that stuff and Aldo probably would have gone to sleep too, but it was mm-hmm. just like, not that, it was one shot, dude, like one fucking left and the guy went into the other, went night-night. One failed swoop, and Conor McGregor was now the king. Dude, it was... Or should I say, the Demi-Gorgon. The de- dude, exactly. Conor McGregor's the Demi-Gorgon. He just snatched him. Jose just Aldo was in the upside-down world. Dude, it just happened that fast, man. And uh, the whole world nap. went upside-down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's... But to, to finish that thought, it was... Uh, I think Holloway's dismantling of him over... the the course and solidifying mm-hmm. himself I think that was more impressive I can see that I actually I agree with you 100% on that I think that was more it was a battle yeah you can judge someone's character based off the battle and you just based off those two fights I know Max Holloway's game like yeah. he, he will fight yeah know? he took so. he took what Aldo could throw at him he did, it's like it's like McGregor faced maybe one punch of Aldo like he didn't even face any leg kick you know what I mean it was just there wasn't enough Mm-hmm. No game plans were revealed. It was mm-hmm. just night night. Which yeah, it's crazy. You know, but uh, yeah. so switching gears. Uh, who's the co-main event? Oh, I was actually I've been thinking about this. Uh, it's fucking Habib Nurmagomedov uh, mm. uh, versus. Speaking of which, fucking in the same <laughs> division as Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. I versus, really, really hope it comes back. Uh, yeah, and he was doing an interview earlier today, and everybody's like, "How do you say your name, Khabib or Habib?" And he goes, "Actually, both are both wrong. It's Habib, or it's something like." Hah. I'm probably saying it wrong, and I apologize, but I'm just trying. Uh, but yeah, it was you know with the throat, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, uh, he's fighting Edson Barbosa. Uh, I know it's. He says it's not a grappling versus striker match or classic battle, but uh, it really is, to me, a classic striker versus grappler, you know, matchup. If Edson or if uh, if Habib can take it to the ground, 
then might be a wrap. It's fucking game over. But if it stays on the on the feet uh, at range, then it's Edson's game, and it might be might be an early night mm-hmm. uh, for Khabib. God, it's so hard not to say Khabib. Habib. I know. It's, it's hard. <laughs> That's all I'm saying his name from here. Habib. <coughs> Habib. Well, I'm just trying to say. So, uh, dude, I, I hear you, man. It's such a it's such an evenly matched fight. I Barboza's striking, obviously his strong suit. Dude, he's no fucking doubt about it. Uh, he's been really working on his takedown defense, and I think again, here we go. I think I'm picking Khabib. Just throwing that out there. I'm picking the Eagle. I believe the Eagle's going to come in, he's going to do what he does, he's going to apply a lot of pressure, and he's going to be able to secure a couple of takedowns throughout the fight. But, and I only say that because I recently watched a fight that was years ago now, but uh, Glayson Tebow fought Edson um, uh, Habib, and he could not take him down. But because of his pressure, he was able to win the fight, which a lot of people, including Rogan and Mike Goldberg, who were commentating the fight, Thought Glace and Tebow won the bout. They actually said, "Wow, I'm actually surprised that uh, could be uh, Habib won." So, uh, based off of that and just watching that fight, I know it was a while ago, but I just think someone like Barboza is athletic enough to keep the fight standing for long enough to really add some significant shots that could slow him down in the later rounds. I just think Habib. <coughs> He's Russian, man. <coughs> he is. It's a different type of white guy. Those motherfuckers, man. They they like live in the snow, eat potatoes and fucking raw meat, and drink vodka. And Again, I'm bears. stereotyping really bad right now. Wow. But they're they're hard ass people because it's a hard climate to live in. I mean, that makes that's that's nature, you know. You right, put yourself yeah. in difficult living situ- uh, condition over the course of several, uh, you know, generations of people. You're gonna have a fucking naturally tough son of a gun. It's gonna get tough. Yeah, exactly. And his name is Habib. And he wrestles bears. And he wrestles bears. So, <coughs> uh, I think Barbosa's gonna Barbosa's gonna put some fucking heat on him, dude. That's for sure. If he throws one of those fucking flying knees on a takedown attempt, and it, just like he did to uh, Darnish, or no, was it mm-hmm. Darnish? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Benil. Benil. Yeah. We met him, right? Mm-hmm. It's always a thing like, oh yeah, that guy. We met him. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I think that's... I go back in time and I'm like, when you fight Barboza, do not go in for the takedown off a jab. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. <laughs> Dude, oh man. And he, I mean, he's got a whole different a variety of kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got powerful, powerful kicks. Barboza does. I mean, I, I see a lot of opportunity for Barboza to win this fight. I don't think it's a lock for. Uh, Habib, uh, but I mean, having said that, I think Habib should be the favorite. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see Habib taking him down more often than Barboza landing a, a kick. But even if he blocks those, even if he blocks those kicks, Habib isn't known for his technical striking. So when he throws a leg kick, I don't really see him blocking in a proper. You know, a check kick kind of a block. I see Habib just blocking it with his fucking body. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
kind of like a just like oh taking it you know that's not good i know that's why i'm like uh that's not good yeah so i really hope he works on that <laughs> yeah because you can only take you can only block a few of those with your body before your body is like yeah all systems are failing right now <laughs> yeah your left arm is about to like shut off and your arm just goes dead like what yeah. the fuck i'm throwing like a baseball bat at it mm-hmm easily fuck you yeah, and it's gonna be that's that's the fight that I'm most excited for, uh, personally. That that to me, I mean, no discredit to the to the Holly Holm one, but like I said, it lost just a little bit of mustard um, with all the losses that Holly Holmes had. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you're more of a catch-up guy. I'm more, and also I just like fucking catch-up. Get it? You know, that's Habib that's, and Barboza, and that's all day. Exactly. I want to see that one, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, that one has real implications at the 155 pound division. Winner of that gets either Ferguson or the winner of Ferguson and McGregor. Yeah. Because no one's fighting McGregor before Ferguson if he comes back to 155. I mean, here's the thing. So say McGregor <coughs> doesn't come back right now. And ter- Ferguson uh, has the interim belt, right? The whole point of the interim belt is to create action in the division. So if McGregor stays out because he has the fucking clout to stay out, he's the only one that can. Just putting his his name into the ring in terms of Mayweather talking about, oh, I'm going to come to the octagon and and fight and this and that. That keeps, anyways. Uh, but the point is, is that if whoever wins between Barbosa and Habib, Habib is probably going to fight for the interim title because I think that fight happens before McGregor comes back. You see that? So. In essence, Tony Ferguson has to beat one of these guys again in order to build enough enough steam mm. to fight McGregor. So the, whoever wins this fight gets Tony for the interim. Again, I guess the interim, or maybe they'll call it the unified or whatever, the you know undisputed. But everybody will know that it's disputed. Uh, so yeah, the winner of Barbosa and Habib gets Ferguson, and then the winner of that gets McGregor. Hmm. Or it's makes GSP sense because no matter who it is, it's an exciting fight. Yeah. If it's Ferguson, drama, boom, right there, right off the gate. Fucking Habib, they're fighting in Russia. If they if he fights with Khabib, mm-hmm. that's a payday and a half. Great story. Guy was out, undefeated, comes back, wins the unification or beats the shit out of Barboza, gets a title shot for the unification or the undisputed, mm-hmm. or even the interim, like you said. Against uh, Ferguson, beats up Ferguson. Now he's like a legitimate contender, and people want to see this fight. And, yeah, undefeated at that point. Mm-hmm. Barboza, Still. same story. Yeah, I actually do. I think Barboza is a scarier matchup against McGregor than the that'd other two be guys. An awesome fight to see a couple guys with you know kicks and strikes and fucking. That'd be a sick fight. At I that think Bar. Oh man, <laughs> stylistically, that's a more exciting matchup than. Oh yeah. Than Khabib versus McGregor. Yeah, because uh, whatever, Khabib. I fucking dropped one. God damn it. Habib. The, <laughs> I'm going to say it twice to make up for it. Habib. <laughs> the Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. The Eagle and also Tony Ferguson have like sick ground games, which we know is like not Connor's forte. So we're like, fuck. They're going to want to get it down. Yeah, exactly. You know, can Connor keep it up? Mm-hmm. It's the whole same old thing. Well, it's like with Barbosa, we're like, oh, okay. We're going to see two guys. Strike it out, kicks, McGregor's left hand, his leg, somebody's getting knocked out. This is exciting. Like, here we go. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking exciting fight that mm-hmm. happens. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah. Who you got in that? I gotta go McGregor. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a loyalist. McGregor, I, I still think McGregor would end up knocking out Barboza. Mm-hmm. I think he would catch him during like um, like the moment he tries to get on the inside. McGregor would catch him during a counter. He's a king of countering. So he made, made his living too. off of that. I do think he could get caught. Uh, With those switch kicks? Any sort of kick. He's, Barbosa's <laughs> fucking fast. Barbosa could knock out a guy with a toe stomp. Toe stomp. I don't know what the fuck I said. He's just letting me. He's strong, man. He fucking got some powerful kicks. Just crazy. Yeah, so we're getting off topic because that might not even happen. We may never see that fight. We may never. But it'd be awesome. It's cool to think about. Because like no matter which way it goes, it's a great fight. He could even fight Holloway. Oh, dude. Who? Uh, McGregor. Oh yeah, yeah. Easily, he could be like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go reclaim my 45 belt, come back up, and do it twice." Yeah. What if he does that? Just gonna keep doing laps. You guys keep, you know, you guys keep trying to take it, and I'll keep taking it back. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not defending; I'm taking it back. You know. Mm-hmm. That would be insane if he went back and did it. That'd be crazy. He just kept took Holloway, got his belt back, dude, and was like, "All right, I'm fighting." And then by that time, that whole shit situation got settled. Just got figured out. All of a sudden, Khabib or Barboza mm-hmm. or Ferguson still the champ. Mm-hmm. He's like, I went back to reclaim that belt. Now I'm going back up to reclaim the other belt. Fuck. That would be pandemonium. That's the UFC is just sitting there holding their fingers, just going yeah. across the fingers, going, "Please, please let this happen." Mm-hmm. It would be huge paydays for them. It could happen realistically in the next year and a half. Yeah. Biggest fucking payday. A repeat. He's gonna fight soon, he says. I mean, I hope in, so. In like March or whatever. I hope so. I mean, well, not to get away from ourselves, but I really hope he does. I'm banking on it. Um, but this weekend, though, we got Habib, Habib. and Barboza. That's gonna be a fucking great fight. And you said you, you're picking the Eagle? He's gonna swoop down, fucking take his victim, man. You call Barboza a, a nice, juicy salmon? No. He's, uh,. No. <laughs> He's too he a, athletic for that. Is he a barracuda? He's something badass. Something badass like that? Yeah. If I had a pick, he's very athletic. So I would say he's like one of those mountain goats that like climb mountains and shit. And eagles swoop down and lift them off the ledge and drop them like 100 feet. Oh, shit. And they, you know, I'm talking, yeah, you've seen I those do. videos, I right? I yeah. really bad for those goats. Those mountain goats, <laughs> they live the rest of their life just in terror because they're free falling. Yeah. Several hundred feet. Yeah, just going, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. I was just chilling on a ledge. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor if you're a nature enthusiast. Uh, enthusiast? Enthusiast. There we go. I said it wrong the first time. Damn. Go to YouTube, type in eagle versus mountain goat. Sit back and watch these fucking dinosaurs with wings <laughs> take down a fucking 200-pound goat. I mean, it's, it's over 150 pounds. Oh, yeah. Easily. So these mountain goats are on these mountain cliffs, practically on the narrowest ledge because they're just instinct and they just fucking born of this shit. Mm-hmm. They're doing what mountain goats do, they're climbing being, fucking mountains. They're being mountain goats. Yeah. And here comes a fucking eagle. Being an eagle. Being an eagle, hungry, hunting, swoops in, 
lifts this goat just a few feet off to actually lose his footing off the ledge and lets him go. He's not trying to carry him home. He's trying to throw him off the fucking mountain. Yeah. He just carries him. Mm-hmm. He just picks him up just enough to toss him. Yeah. Drops him down. We don't know how far. Like two, dude. three hundred feet easily. Oh, dude. The, the More football, than that. Yeah, football field's worth. And these goats are just free falling. They're free falling for like, like at least like seven to eight to ten seconds or something. Like easily. This is like a, almost a mile down. And they fuck, uh, you know, I'm sure you know the ending to that story after they hit the ground. But the eagles swoop in afterwards. That That's how they kill them. Once, once the goats hit the ground, it's just no longer a goat. It's... Um, it's, <laughs> it's it's dinner is served already. Yeah, you know what I mean, just a five fucking course meal. Uh, eagle swoops in and just does what eagles do, and it eats raw meat. And probably leaves the rest for all the scavengers, mm-hmm. you know. So it's you know circle of life. Circle <coughs> of life, <coughs> easily. But so, so I think so. That's what you're calling. So Barboza is, is the, the mountain goat. Okay, now and Habib the eagle. He's going to come in and swoop in and uh, drop him several hundred feet. Okay. Folks, while you have your YouTube browser open, there you I, go. Would, I would like you to also uh, search Mongoose versus Cobra. Hey, yo. And in this scenario, uh, Habib is the Cobra, and Barbosa will be the Mongoose. And I'm picking... Barbosa. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, for no other reason besides that I just want to see the kicks. Because, I mean, I think if, I think it's going to the ground. I think Habib is going to win. I think the Eagles is probably going to lift the goat off the mountain. But I'm rooting for the goddamn mongoose. And they win sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just hopefully whichever one you search on YouTube, that mongoose wins that fight. Because mm-hmm. both, both can win. Fucking mongoose, man, they're crazy. Some some of those mongoose take the cobra's bite, and they still continue to attack, and they kill the cobra, mm-hmm. and they fall asleep next to their prize, a dead cobra, and their body processes, their liver processes this fucking like natural antibodies for mm-hmm. this venom. They wake up hour later, sometimes longer, fucking out of this sleep after their body processes this fucking poison, and then they enjoy that cobra. Fuck yeah, they do. Head first. <laughs> dude. Savages. Fucking nutty, dude. Mongooses are nuts. Savages. Honey badgers are something similar too, right? Honey badgers are nuts like that too. Right? No. They'll take on some shit. Mm-hmm. They'll take on anything, I think. I just watched this video of a fucking Komodo dragon eating a monkey whole. A little tree monkey. Shit. Head first. I, I, video picked up when it was halfway down. Apparently the monkey was alive when it caught it. Yeah. That's gnarly. That's how kimonos hunt, dude. They like just take a bite. Well, not not the way that it sounds like in this, mm-hmm. what you're talking about. But I think this one just caught him off guard. Yeah, this sounds like a, a surprise one. But like a layup, you know, just easy money. Yeah, a lot of times they'll just take a little fucking bite of you. They'll sneak up along, like, while you're mm-hmm. drinking water. They'll bite your hind leg, and then they'll just fucking follow you as you slowly get sick and die. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So this fucking Komodo dragon was just picking them up, eating them whole. It's crazy. It was insane. It's a dinosaur. It's a fucking dinosaur. Um, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say about 
He had the bacteria in their mouth, man. I'm like that shit's practically poison. It is. So much nasty shit. I heard there's no cure, no vaccine, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't get bit. Yeah. There's one way to not die from that and not let it happen. Mm-hmm. I would never want to go on like a safari to go see Komodo dragons. Like, do you want to go fucking like, Komodo Islands? No. <clears throat> what the fuck? Am I going to have a gun? <laughs> ne- never. The yeah. answer is never. I don't care. You could put me in all different kinds of mesh or chain link or whatever. It's like, fuck you. I'm never going mm. to that island. Ever. That's like, would you, that's like going to Kong Island. Would you go to Kong Island if you knew it was real? Oh, don't, don't even contemplate this. No. Don't even. <laughs> no, I would no. not. No, you can't. You, can. <laughs> you don't know why you can't? Can you not? No, I mean. You can. You can if you never want to come back. Sure. No. Yeah, go to Kong Island. I don't know. Have you seen the movies? Yeah. You know what's on these things? On these I've islands? I've been on the fucking Universal Studios ride. I, mean, I, I can choke them out, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I'm pretty, I've said this before, man. Dude. I actually tried to buy a ticket to Skull Island like four years ago when I was in my best shape. Ready to go. Fresh out of training camp. Too expensive. And the island doesn't exist. So, yeah. <laughs> otherwise I would have been there. I would have solved this question a long time ago. Which the answer I already know is I would choke out King Kong. Both hooks in. Both hooks? Both hooks in. Flatten them out. <laughs> I, I wish the I'll get that was... forearm underneath the chin and then squeeze. I wish the audience could see how much I'm shaking my head back and forth. <laughs> no way. <laughs> There's absolutely no chance. Take them out. I'll get them in the arm bar. All day. Dude, I don't even know about baby Kong, man. Yeah. Kong had a baby. How big do you think that thing would be? At least six feet. Minimum. (laughs) (laughs) How much weight? You're saying six feet because you want it to be six feet. Like six? I'm thinking like... like Nine? (laughs) Twenty? Right out of the gate? Probably. I made up a number, but whatever. I was going to say, man. Like, imagine giving birth to a 12-foot fucking... Well, think about it. The fucking Kong's like like 80, 90, 100 feet. Or gorilla? How big is Kong? I don't know. That's a good question. He's huge in the in the newest one. He's at least hundred feet. Yeah. So baby's like what one ten? One tenth your size. Let's find out. We're not like. Are we really gonna look? I'm gonna look this up. How tall is King Kong? <coughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're like. Um, yeah, we're close to like about one third of, of our height, right? What, like 20 inches, 24 inches when we're born? It's like two feet. It's like one third, 33%. So, if say Kong's 60 feet, then conceivably his baby would be 20 feet tall out of the, uh, out of the womb. Bro science, bro. That's true. Yeah, it's 100 feet. Oh, so now we're talking a 33-foot baby, bro. You know the original scale of King Kong was 40 to 50 feet? The Back in the... Back when they, the original concept? Oh. 40 to 50 feet. I did not know. That's that. still pretty fucking terrifying. And that baby would still be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, what's <laughs> the math on that? It's like 13 feet. What? No, it's bigger than that. 
No. At a 50 feet? Well, that's 50 not where I thought maybe. you were going. I thought you were going the opposite. Like, if that's was, smaller than that. If it was 40, if it was 40, a 40 foot tall uh, Kong, then conceivably the baby would be 13 feet. How does that make sense? Because it's one third. Think about it. If a six foot, or just I'm just using six feet and two feet as the as the dynamics. Very loose numbers here, but a six foot tall human makes a two foot tall baby. Most babies aren't two two feet tall, are they? Twenty four inches. I mean, I was twenty four inches. I think it's more like nine, you know, twenty to. We were very average. We were looking at some far out shit. Yeah, but now we're. Yeah. This is this is entertaining our guests, though, right? I don't know. We're find <laughs> out. I'm like just throwing out numbers, just like it's real. Uh, twenty inches. Twenty. That's close. Yeah. It's 18 to 20 is a, is a normal range. All right, so well, 18 to 22 altogether. 18 to so 22? Average. All right, so it's like one and a half to two feet. Mm-hmm. That's still pretty close. 1.75. Still pretty close. But either one. That's close. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's, let's go on the A number. baby King Kong? Yeah, that will, I would choke that motherfucker out, too. I'd, let's just say at 40 feet him. then, then it would be like 10 feet tall. Still trying to, like, you know, the baby's still trying to learn how to walk. <laughs> I'm just dabbing out. Uh, uh, uh. Work the body, Derek. Work the body. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? 13 feet tall? Well, at that point, it'd be like, what? It'd be 10 feet tall. 10 feet tall. <laughs> so, fuck. I don't think I could jab that high. It'd still be pretty tall. But, again, it'd be stumbling around. Mm-hmm. And also, again, you work the body, you know what I mean? Because it's like. It hasn't really developed lungs yet because it's just out the womb. It hasn't really figured out how to do the air yet. Dude, tie kicks all day. Fuck yeah. Inside knee kicks. Fuck yeah, dude. Heard chop, it. Chop it down, bro. Mm-hmm. Gotta chop it down. It's a baby, so it's got soft bones. Yeah, see, I'll give you a chance with the baby Kong. <laughs> and maybe... Ten foot tall. Old, old. At least 300 pound baby Kong. Like old baby Kong. Not yeah. Like, not like new new baby Kong. Because mm-hmm. new baby Kong still would... It's a tough one, bro. You're We're gonna... talking like the 1930s <laughs> Baby Kong. Yeah. You got a chance with him. Mm-hmm. I fucking sock him up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jab my way out. Leg kick. Inside leg kick. Mm-hmm. Take down. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you take him down, bro, you might want to keep that one standing. It's true. It's a lot of... I don't know. I don't know, man. I think I got him. Try to choke him out. Fucking corner might come in. Let me know who's in his corner. Big Kong. Big Kong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stopping him when he gets started, I man. I still think I could choke him out, man. If I just got his back. If I just got both hooks in. Big Kong? Big Kong. If I just got both hooks in. I'm talking about me being fresh. Fresh out the gate. He and I are about to tussle. I just got done warming up because I was preparing to put in a hard workout. Mm-hmm. Now I found myself in this fist fight against King Kong. Against King Kong. Huh. Yeah. 40 foot. 40 footer. Like yeah. the old, yeah. 19, yeah. Okay. All right. And if uh, we shot him for a takedown, I sprawled, took his back really quick. You sprawled? Okay, move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You sprawled on Kong? Okay. Okay. All right. I was a matador. I very, very easily. You mean you sprinted stood and then... At, just stepped out of the way. You climbed a tree 
And got out of the way. I ran behind a tree mm-hmm. as he was thinking I was going to the other side of the tree. Okay. And then that's how I got away. Believe it. I well, believe that. Then, then it took us back. Okay. All part of the plan. All right. Take Distraction, deception. Got it. Both hooks him. Now now you've got it. Now he's not looking. I'm, I'm believing that he's not looking mm-hmm. at you. Now you're sitting there staring at a 40 foot massive gorilla. How much does he weigh? Ma- oh, 40 feet massive gorilla. Do the dynamics on this since I'm the numbers guy here. I'm going to go with 200 tons. If I got both hooks in, man, if you got I both, like but, that. All right, but where, what hook are you getting first, the left or the right? Probably the left. Left hook, okay. And then I'm going to shift my body to Just, the right as I get the right <laughs> hook in. How long is that going to take? Half a second. <laughs> Half a second. It's going to throw him off balance. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. It throws off this 40-foot, 2-ton gorilla. No, 200-ton. What? <laughs> 200 ton. Okay. Two rolls. I go in. <laughs> I get the momentum going. I back myself up to get a little bit more of a kick. Just flip them over. Get okay. the second hook in. Okay. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I have both hooks in. We are rolling counterclockwise. He lends, ends up on his back, on his stomach. Excuse me. Okay. Cool. I sink in. The hooks. I'm talking about. I drive my hips into it, flex my back out. Mm-hmm. I flatten them out on his stomach easily. So, pelvic forward. Uh huh. Okay. Oh yeah. Strong game. <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong game. I got it. Uh, so you you you've now got the hooks deep, deep into Kong. Uh huh. And uh, this this 40 foot, 200 ton gorilla. Mm-hmm. And you got both hooks in. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you get him to tap? Backpack, shoulder, uh, uh, shoulder control. One one hand over the shoulder, the other one over the uh, um, the uh, the other hand or arm, over the other um, the opposite side of the armpit. And I fucking work that choke, Mike. I'm talking about I'm drilling my forearm <laughs> into his chin, making it really uncomfortable for him. All the meanwhile, I'm fresh. Remember, we just started. I was already warmed up, ready to go. I have sweatpants on too, so I get extra friction. So it's like legs are really secure. You're really trying to make it uncomfortable for Kong. Oh, he's, he can't breathe. Right now, he's like, "What the fuck?" And his baby Kong already is he still? He's already knocked out in this. Picture. Oh man, I laid him out with overhand okay. right. Gotcha. Followed by the left hook. Gotcha. Then, then I feel it just go right underneath his chin, palm on palm, arch my back. I'm t- at this point, my back muscles are like. Really showing. Because <laughs> uh, I'm giving like you everything. It's like a pitch for a fucking... <laughs> like trying to... It's like a cat. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but that's how I, that's how I would uh, choke out King Kong. Um, so. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Hollywood? You ready for it? I think it's um, ready, ready for print. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, what were we talking about before How that? How do you tie that back into like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're on. Well, oh. I know. I know. At least I know how to fucking choke out King Kong now. Well, works every time, man. Oh shit. Um. So. Uh, so it's over the fantasy. We it's over. It's <laughs> over. Yeah, but 
Dude. I'm really proud that fucking Matt. Really? Uh, my, Matt. Not about uh, 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 to... Pat and Trev fucking were in the finals against each other, and they essentially both won. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. Exactly, dude. Awesome. Uh, Good for them, dude. Yeah, it was cool to have two 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 buddies uh, make it all the way to the finals, mm-hmm. and fucking that way it's kind of like not foolproof, but like the the two main money winners are from first and second place. So it was really cool to like, like all right, it's all stand pretty much in the fam. Mm-hmm. But then again, the other people that are in the league are also my family, so it's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the way you made your face on that one was fucking hysterical. <laughs> that was really animated. Um, I, I see the uh, the dilemma, man. That sucks. Yeah, but it's all good. It's all fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just a fantasy game, right? It was cool because the, my brothers that are in it, uh, Casey and Mark, like they both have played football. As of I have played football, and actually, yeah, Trev played football too, and probably actually Pat. Everybody played football. Now that I've said it, I'm just gonna backtrack on everything that I was about to just say. Good game for uh, Pat and Trev. Yeah, man. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just ha- happy that... Uh, I'm, it's funny because as, as, as soon as your team's out of contention, you're already starting to think about the next year. And you're like, all right, well, back to the drawing board. You know, who am I drafting? Who am I picking up? What's the strategy? What did I do wrong? What could I do better? Yeah. You know, as they say, we win or we learn. You learned. And uh, I personally learned this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Uh, when was the last time you won? Uh, a couple of years. Hmm. It's been a couple of years. Like, you won a couple though, right? Yeah. I don't, like I've been playing for like seven years. I think I've won three times. Yes. Oh my god, it's good. When it's I've been on a two-year hiatus, of two years in a row of losing. So I don't, I don't gotta like it. That, gotta break that winning streak, man, or yeah. that losing streak. Yeah. No, I've gone into more of a more of a player coach. Uh, role, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, it's it's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just cool. Uh, I like I like being able to teach it, and it's uh, seeing you know Trev being in the championship this year, and I think he was in it last year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his first two seasons was, I mean, again, not to I'm not trying to take his under or anything because it was his moves and all the things that he did, but to kind of like introduce him to the sport. Or the uh, the hobby of what it is, and to mm-hmm. see him like just take it off, propel like, exactly like that. To me, like if I were to almost choose, like oh, if I were to be in the finals or him, it's almost more exciting to see the student go. You know what I mean? Especially as somebody else, I want. I'm trying trying to sound all like it's kind of making it sound like all cliche or dramatic, but it's like oh, especially as somebody that's won a couple titles. Mm-hmm. It's more exciting to see somebody else get the thrill of winning like, the title. You're like Steve Young right now talking about these quarterbacks today. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, done that. I already got the monkey off my back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. I've done it. I'm happy to see someone else do it. You couldn't do it without my help. <laughs> you know. Well, it's, all, all drugs aside, I still am very competitive. So, yeah. it's, uh, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I know, I know that about you. Yeah. it's. Uh, I'll, I'll still be coming next year for mm-hmm. him. So, um, but yeah, it's just that's what it's about. It's just like you know making memories and being like, oh, I remember three years ago when you won it and you had and you were kicking our ass. Now look at you this year and you know or whatever it is. It's it's, it's cool, especially if you get to play with uh, some of the same people year after year after year. It uh, it's just it's it's a it's a little it's a little fun club hobby thing, mm-hmm. and uh, makes 
It makes the Thursday night games exciting when you have a player that's on your team or one of the or somebody that you're playing against, and it just makes games that would normally be uh, irrelevant to you or not not relevant, I should say, uh, makes them relevant. I got you. So, I got you. Yeah, makes the, the NFL season more fun. Basically. Are you happy it's over? I mean, it's not over yet. There's still a lot of games left, but it's, it is a there was a sense of relief in that of. Uh, like not having to set my lineups anymore. Now I can just focus on enjoying the, the game, enjoying the games. Uh, especially now that it's getting playoff time. Like I'll tell you this week, uh, I'm really looking forward to playoffs, and I'm kind of relieved that week 16 is over. But I'm also like, fuck, dude, week 17 sucks ass for the most part. Yeah, because there's like the, there's a few good games that are sprinkled in that matter. And that are, are for something, but then there's like a large percentage of games that just like don't mean shit, and we're like watching scrimmages. We might as well be watching high school football. Like, no offense to high school football, but it just doesn't matter towards the fucking the playoffs or the Super Bowl or mm-hmm. anything that's you know we're about to watch. Everything that we're gearing up for. So, I mean, yeah. In that sense, I I like the majority of the NFL season. Every game matters. Uh, just about every one, every time. Um, but yeah, week 17, it's like shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to be seeing some backups. We're going to be seeing some third string guys. We're going to be seeing just teams, you know, not taking it serious, going for it on, you know, fourth and long or whatever, because it's like, fuck it, you know, season's over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in that sense, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a, a lull. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I make the most money at the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm making New Orleans and Pittsburgh right now. I was just going to ask you. I just going to ask you. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out there. I've got... Oh, yeah. I mean, the Rams look good and everything. Philly lost their quarterback. That's going to fucking... That's going to be a thing. Their defense is really good, but, I mean, it's not that good to... I mean, you can't just lose your quarterback and, and... and not have that shake things up, and mm-hmm. eventually that's going to uh, show some fruit of uh, being costly um, when you're facing competitive playoff caliber football and playoff caliber teams. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like disregarding Philly just a little bit. Uh, the Rams, I think, are really good. They're a complete team, but I, I don't think Jared Goff is all the way there, and I just think that that team is probably one year away. I, I do. I could see the Rams though in the title game. I could see them yeah. in the NFC Championship game going up against. Uh, I don't think Minnesota. I, I believe it's going to be the Saints. I think it's going to be New Orleans and the and the LA Rams um, in the NFC Championship. I would fucking lose my mind. That's that's what I see. Because the bar would be so packed. <laughs> yeah. LA Rams. I mean, first the Rams. Year. The Rams uh, are going to have a first round buy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll have a buy. So they'll they'll be in the in the quarterfinals mm. already. So all they have to do is win that game, and then they'll be in the fucking semi. So it's not you know they're one win away really from getting to that game. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Who are they going against? It's unclear yet. Because mm. um, we just got to see who wins the uh, the wild card round. Like yeah. Mm. So, I mean... Who do you hate as far as the matchup goes against the Rams to beat them? Who do I think will beat them? Mm-hmm. 
Minnesota's Minnesota and LA they both have similar styles. They're like really heavy run offenses, good defenses. Uh, so that'd be like a grinded out game. And I mean, both teams are putting up big numbers this year. And I mean, neither quarterback really impresses me. So I mean, I mean that would just be like a, a situation where the the Minnesota defense would kind of been make me nervous for the Rams. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, really, New Orleans. New Orleans got a good young D. Uh, they got a quarterback in Drew Brees that's been there, been in the playoffs. The moment's mm-hmm. not going to be too big for him. That's the other thing you really have to consider is not just really how the team's been performing uh, during the regular season. Uh, because the way the – if you did that, you'd be like, yeah, well, the Rams have been killing it or, you know, Philly's been killing it or these, these certain teams have been – and they're going to continue to play this way. But when the lights come on and the fucking everybody's watching and it's a fucking nationally televised playoff game and it's – Either you win or you go home, and all the chips are on the line, and buttholes start tightening, tightening up, so to speak. Uh, it's yeah, it's a different world, and so to have a, a guy as your leader in Drew Brees be calm, cool, and collected in those moments on third down and so third down and four, it's huge on third and four, on, on third and seven when you can't depend on Todd Gurley. I'm talking about the Rams uh, when you can't depend on your your all-star running back, and the quarterback's got to win the game on third and long. Uh, it's, it's fucked, dude. That, those are big moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jared Goff this year, the the Ram quarterback, has really gotten by on 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 leads, on on good defense, and having big leads, and having a super strong MVP caliber running game. So it's, yeah. I mean, can that keep going in the playoffs? I don't. I mean, you need more than just a running game in the playoffs. Your quarterback's gonna need to do some shit. So. Yeah, in terms of uh, what I see being the best quarterback, the, the two best quarterbacks going into the playoffs would be Cam Newton and Drew Brees. So, Carolina could be the sleeper team that's in the uh, NFC uh, championship as well. I'm not a fan of Cam Newton. I'm not an overall fan, but he, he has a, a lot of good qualities in him. Well, yeah, he's fucking very talented, very good at what he does. I mean, this is just an, a a, pers- a spectator at best watching, you know, uh, a, a opinion on the uh, Cam Newton. Like, I really don't know much outside of just what I see, and he's cool. I just don't like how I get how somebody gets emotional. I just see that I, I think he has like brat-like qualities about him he too. Absolutely does. Well, he breaks down if he's losing. He's like gets all emotional get, and breaks down. Gets a little pouty. Mm-hmm. I do focus on the game. Yeah, and you can't you can't handle being asked questions when he's when he's lost. He, he's, yeah, he's he's got again a lot of qualities that I don't like. But then again, at times when he, I see him scoring a touchdown and like lighting the football like a candle and giving it like a birthday present to a, a kid in the stands, I'm like, oh. And he does stuff like that pretty regularly, and I'm just like, all right, that's pretty cool. So I mean, he, I have I have mixed emotions on him, um, but yeah, I wish he would be a better example when he. When things aren't going right. Mm-hmm. When things are going right, he's awesome. When things are going wrong, when the chips are down, he's not necessarily somebody I would have in the trenches with me. But uh, that's just, again, like you said, outsider's mm-hmm. perspective. Fucking Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I'm excited. Cool. Playoff season starting soon. 
Playoff season starting soon, man. Be fun. Uh, fucking yeah, excited for the Super Bowl. Still got a, a little mm-hmm. long shot bet on on the Saints winning the whole thing. They won the whole thing. Pat and I won a little penny. Nice. So it's, yeah, holding out on that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking great. Well, uh, what else were we gonna talk about? Peace, love, harmony, and family. <laughs> I don't know, but I. What are you talking I'm, about? Uh, I'm losing steam because I gotta get up early. Oh no, Michael! I know, listeners. <laughs> one time we got. One time we got. It's twelve forty-three. We should start wrapping up soon. Um, well, yeah, that was fun. Happy to be back. Hour sixteen. How you doing? Pretty good. Maybe even a little seven-minute teaser at some point. Maybe. Maybe a little in-betweener. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen. New microphone. Thank you so much, Brandon Kolua. Um, this thing is awesome. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've got some new toys. Hopefully you can hear us a little bit more now that we got this new um, and improved microphone. Uh, super fucking convenient. Excited to finally break it in. Uh, let us know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely. Um, how the sound quality is, uh, what you thought of the overall episode. We covered a lot. I mean, a lot of random topics on top of fun <laughs> facts, like movie trivia facts, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, like how big King, King Kong's Kong baby and, would be, and how to choke him out. Mm-hmm. There you go. And if you fight the baby, you jab your way out. Just jab, 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 jab. Chop, jab. chop the tree down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, stay tuned. Episode 41 will be coming at you sometime next week. Um, final pick, right? You're going for Holly Home and I got I'm going yeah, I'm going underdogs. I'm going Holly Home and uh, and Barbosa in okay. true uh, yeah, true underdog passion. And I'm going for a Cyborg Santos and uh Hobby. All right, everyone. Good night. Good night. <laughs>